Wednesday, we often have uh, a guest from the hospital in. We we have them all. We do. We get lots of people in when we can talk about things going on in the hospital, bring you hospital news as it happens, and uh, bring it you from the, the people doing it, which is really good. And this afternoon, welcoming Dr. Lucy Gilbert into the studio. Uh, thank you, Lucy, for coming in. Hello. Thanks great, for having me. Great to have you on the show. And she's, uh, well, she's the head of innovation here in the hospital. Is that right? That's right. She absolutely. is indeed. Um, that's this hospital, but also it covers the rugby hospital it as well. It does indeed, yes. So it's part of the UHCW Trust that she's got a role in. Now, she's doing a groundbreaking practical trial to revolutionise medical deliveries, which means medical supplies that come out of the skies on drones. So if you got your house number and you order it from Boots and you got your chemistry coming, they'll drop it. No, that's not right. Is it? <laughs> Almost one day, one, one day, day you'll get there. Where? So what's this project about, Lucy? Tell so us all about it. It's very exciting. Um, so if you're a fan of Thunderbirds, it's a little bit Thunderbirds-esque. <laughs> uh, so we are working with a local company called Skyfarer. So Skyfarer um, are a group of graduates from Coventry University and they really want to explore the use of drones for good. So the public perception of drones tends to be fairly negative. Mm. People associated with cameras and spying, and that is absolutely not the case, especially with Skyfarer. So Skyfarer are doing a lot of work with West Midlands Police, and they're also doing work with us at the hospital where we want to explore if we can use drones to transport goods and samples between our two hospital sites in a more quicker and an environmentally, more environmentally friendly way. Good grief. So, what stage is the project at right now? So we are very, very early stages of the project. So we have been scoping and exploring the needs and requirements of the project for two years now. And we've just moved into an exciting new phase where we're in a three month trial period. So we have the Civil Aviation Authority has granted Skyfarer a temporary danger zone, which sounds very exciting, <laughs> um, to fly their drones autonomously between Coventry and Rugby Hospital um, between November and January this year. So we've just kicked off the first initial flights. Um, there's been around a dozen flights between the two hospital sites. Um, and we're currently doing time trials to see if this method of transport is indeed quicker than road really interesting now tell me something though i mean how long does it take by road normally for these deliveries to get to rugby and how long will it take with the drone oh it depends who you're asking <laughs> by road. depends who you ask i've had people tell me they can do it in 11 minutes um but Rubbish. we know the average time is around about 25 minutes between like and, rugby. and with the roadworks at the moment on tgi roundabout much much longer yep and with the drone and with the drone so at the moment we're not sure how long so at the moment they've been um, using their staff, training their staff on the flight path, which means they're using a, a smaller drone whose battery life doesn't last between Coventry and Rugby, so they're having to stop off at their farm um, at the midpoint between. But taking out that stopover, it looks like we could do the flight in around about 11 or 12 minutes. Right, very good. So half the time, basically. Half the time. <laughs> Excuse me. So when the, when the helicopter lands outside here from the wet, uh, ambulance, air ambulance bringing people in, the drone's going, can they, I presume they're going to be separated. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. There'll, there'll be absolutely <coughs> no chance of collision. So the drones fly at a much lower altitude than yep. the helicopters and, and the airplanes. And also there's um, quite sophisticated obstacle avoidance technology within the drones as well. So the drones have a pre-planned flight path, just like your commercial airlines do. And the drones will not deviate from that pre-planned flight path. 
if something was to come into the same air zone unexpectedly, um, their technology will flag that to the person who's back at base and the drone will automatically revert to hovering um, until the person back at base is able to take over manual control of the drone and decide what to do next. That's incredible. Very, It's very clever. It's absolutely <laughs> fascinating watching it. So I spent last Friday and uh, last Wednesday night in a field at the edge of sight um, <laughs> with the guys from Skyfarer watching them land and take off their drones and watching everything on, on, on their screen. So very, very sophisticated and an extremely high level of safety as well. Okay, right. So if you get to, I mean, what sort of weight of package are they taking? Oh, so 15 kilograms. They wow. can take a 15 kilogram payload. So I did volunteer my two-year-old. For some reason, <laughs> they, they, they said they weren't interested in transporting him. Um, so yes, 15 kilograms of payload in the yeah. larger drone that they're looking to use if this was to become a reality. Wow, that's amazing. And what about the cost savings of this? Because I mean, to put all this effort in, there must be a... I thought about, well, this costing us this now, it'll cost us this in the future if the project is a success. What absolutely, would that be? Absolutely, absolutely. And that's the forefront of our mind as well, yep. in addition to the kind of safety aspects as well. Mm. Um, so Skyfarer don't yet know what this service would cost. Um, obviously, nobody's done it before, so they are starting from a blank sheet of paper. Um, what we do know is that Skyfarer, um, as well as having their, their public services that they want to serve, they're also looking to have commercial customers as well, um, with their business plan being that the commercial customers would pay more to subsidise the public services use of drones. Right, so this is very much a trial for them to market their business as well as the hospital to Absolutely, get a, a quicker 100%. route between the two hospitals. Absolutely, and, and we're moving very, very cautiously as a hospital, um, taking this is the first baby step along our journey. Of course, and uh, I've still got, I'm glad to say, Lucy Gilbert with me. Dr. Lucy Gilbert, I should say. Um, <laughs> background in psychology, so I've got to watch it this afternoon. Who was that mad guy in the studio, should we say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking it all in, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we've been talking about this drone project that goes on between uh, University Hospital Coventry and the hospital, St Cross Hospital in Rugby, uh, getting medical supplies, 15 kilos at a time, or up to, or up to that level at any rate, probably going to halve the time it takes to travel from here to there and there and back. And the project has just started and it's a three-month trial. So what happens at the end of the three months, Lucy? So at the end of the three months, we'll have a good idea around whether this method of transport is both feasible and viable for the trust. Um, and then following that, we, we won't see standard flying of drones for many years to come. So um, the regulations around drones, it's a highly regulated field. Um, so at the moment, this, this danger zone is, is a temporary solution. So it'll be a number of years before we're able to see drones flying a bit more freely. Um, but my ambition is we get there before Amazon. That's my driving force <laughs> to beat Amazon to the use of drones. Good. Well, um, when they give you that zone earlier than wait, when they give you specially, make it a permanent danger zone for a period of time. Is that, uh, the, is that the process? Is that the, what you're hoping for? We're hoping for that's that's absolutely a yeah. potential. Um, Skyfair also want to explore extending that zone as well. So um, this zone between Coventry and Rugby Hospital is actually part of a much wider um, air corridor which um, connects um, a lot further into the UK, a lot further up north. Um, so the ambition for a lot of people working in this space is to have this corridor for drones across the UK to make um, 
logistics wider so we've got ambitions as a trust for potential organ transplantation um so transporting organs if you've got a patient up in newcastle who's um waiting on an organ and being able to get that quicker is only going to be of benefit to the patients right a fascinating project you'll have to come back and talk again about it absolutely i will i'll let you know how it goes yeah yeah please do keep you updated so uh what just give me an idea of a couple of other projects you've innovated on um so um I'm glad this is a radio interview and not a TV interview today because I have lots of marks on my face from some VR headsets. (laughs) So we are kicking off a VR roadshow across the Trust next week, which means we will be exploring lots of different use cases for virtual reality for patient relaxation, patient uh, physical rehabilitation, um, and reducing anxiety for certain sets of patient undergoing procedures as well. Great. Okay, that sounds good. And what are your team working? What are you working on today? What's your do list today? Oh well, my to do list today. And when I get back from here, I'm going to be back testing these VR headsets that just got delivered today. Um, we've also had an exciting funding application that's that's gone in earlier today, where we're working with our partners at Coventry University and Warwick University, um, hopefully on an innovation accelerator for local businesses. So I'll be checking out that application that went in. Um, and we've also got some students with us next week as well, which is very exciting. So I've just got some final bits and bobs to do to make sure those students are welcomed into our team. Right. And your team is? So my team, um, I've got an absolutely fantastic um, innovation team. Um, so we've got Amelia, Cleo, Tanisha, Astrid and Claire, an absolutely fabulous bunch of ladies that work with us on improving patient care through innovation. Excellent. Well done, team. They're amazing. <laughs> well done, team. And uh, what about you and your, your personal life? You live around Carpentry? Yeah, um, Coventry's adopted me. Uh, <laughs> so um, I've been a Coventry local since 2008. So oh, I came right. here for uni yeah. um, with my boyfriend, now husband, and we've yeah. not left since. Excellent. Well, good stuff. And you've got a young lad. Yeah, two, two little boys, two? a right. two-year-old and a six-year-old. So they keep us on our toes. I bet they do. Yeah, great <laughs> keep stuff. Keep us very busy. Right, okay. Lucy, thank you very much for coming in. It's really appreciate it. Really interesting welcome. project. Really good to hear about your team. And uh, I hope it goes well, the trial. I look forward to hearing from you again sometime after January when you've gone through the three-month trial. Where do you think it might be going from there? Absolutely. I'll come back and update do. you. All right. Thank you very much Lovely. indeed, Lucy. Thank you. That's Dr. Lucy Gilbert, Head of Innovation here.